0: Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotimi. You already know who I am. And if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Nigeria called Exclamations. I have been running this brand for the past 17 years, so I think I know a thing or two. Today's podcast is titled The Transitioning. Yes, I'm talking about how you can transition from bespoke to ready to wear. One of the questions I get asked quite a bit from fashion entrepreneurs who have been in the bespoke space for a while, Um, you know, they say, how do I transition? In practical terms, how do I transition? They worry that they might lose their customers altogether, or they may not even be able to afford the transition process. And a lot of them also worry that their customers will resist this new move. And some of them outright panic because each time they try the transition process, they find themselves regressing back to their comfort zone. Um, So I totally understand this. And, you know, it's absolutely normal to feel this nervous about transitioning. And a lot of people um, do feel nervous and worried about the outcome. So it's okay to feel this way but I simply can't ignore this question anymore because you know I've gotten this question so many times from people who have taken my course and they've said to me you know I'm done with the course I have done everything you've asked it's actually now time to jump and how do I actually move how do I transition so if this is you um I'm going to try to help a little bit um with this Okay, the very first thing I want you to do is to create your first ready-to-wear collection. Now, that is extremely important. I know that um, some of us worry that, oh, um, how do I do this while still bespoking? You have to find the time. I don't want you to go cold turkey with your transition. You know, I've seen some people who have said, you know what, I'm just going to clamp down on this whole bespoke thing, I'm just going to cut it off and, you know, move into bespoke, sorry, move into ready to wear, I don't honestly, I don't want you to do that, I would rather you ease into it, um, so the first thing I'll say is, go and create the ready to wear collection first, if you've taken the course, you know, I want you to use the template I put there for creating a collection, um to do this you know we want you to have as many bestsellers as possible so follow the process that um, we we outlined in the course um, for creating your collection. So I want you to do that first please create your amazing new collection. Second thing I want you to do is to set a date. You need to set a date a date, where you would launch your new collection or a date where you will stop taking bespoke orders. Some people actually ask if they can do both. Can I run a bespoke business as well as a ready-to-wear business? My answer is absolutely yes, you can. You know, a lot of people do this um, and they're quite successful at it. You just need to be deliberate to know what percentage of your business will be bespoke vis-a-vis what percentage will be ready to wear. And if you are growing the ready-to-wear arm of your business or you're growing the bespoke arm, it's all about being very deliberate. But you need to have a date. What date am I launching my ready-to-wear collection? The date gives you a goal. You know, I always say... A goal is a dream with a date, right? You can dream all you like. It remains a dream. The moment you put a date on it, it becomes a goal. And really, it is a goal that motivates us. And it is a goal that keeps us focused, you know. Once you have a date, you are focused and you are, you know, you are investing your energies directly into a particular project you know it becomes a project once you have a date on it so please it is so important that you have a date i don't want this things to just remain a wish or a dream um the third thing i want you to do is to begin to hint your customers this is very very important one of the things you have as a bespoker is customers you know you have this advantage over people who are just starting out without um, any um, background or any experience. You actually have customers because you have customers, you can actually introduce your collection and test your collection with them. So, I would say you hint your customers, say to them, um, I'm actually going to launch a ready to wear line soon. Um, I have a couple of designs in there that I think you would really like. You could show them pictures, actually. You could pick their brains on what it is um, they like about the collection or what else they would like to see. They form a, an, amazing, an amazing focus group for you. So I want you to hint your customers, at least those ones that you have um, that kind of um, rapport with, which honestly should be all of them because bespokers really have a connection with their customers. So you should be able to ask them these questions. Um, the next thing I want you to do is to begin to um, advertise. I need to begin to promote your ready-to-wear collection You know, on your social media pages. You can do this gradually. Right, do this gradually. I want you to begin to put these pieces on your DPs and on your profile, and you know, posts in your Instagram page and your Facebook page. I want you to start wearing the pieces out to get the conversation around your ready to wear a piece. Um, and of course, another thing I want you to do, which might be before or after you start posting, it depends. On what you can afford is I want you to have a killer photo shoot for your um, new collection and um, nothing makes your collection more real than a photo shoot Now it's all nice and dandy if you are wearing the pieces and you're just taking casual pictures but once you start investing in proper photo shoots it absolutely does something to you. It builds your confidence and it makes you see these pieces for the masterpieces that they are. Um, So I would really like for you to do a really nice photo shoot. The best you can afford um, for your ready-to-wear collection. Um, Then of course I want you to go ahead and launch your ready-to-wear collection. Now you can launch this in collaboration with another brand. Um, For those of us who, you know, are not very confident standing on our own yet. There's nothing wrong with it. Honestly, nothing wrong with it. You can collaborate with another brand. I've had people who have actually collaborated with some of their customers. You know, find out which of their customers has, has a business or has a network that they can partner with. You know, so you already have a fan. You know, so... It's not a bad idea to collaborate. Collaborate in launching your business, in launching this ready-to-wear line. You know, you can collaborate with another brand. Now, what this does is you are introducing your new pieces to a market or to a group of people who have no idea of your bespoke background. So, they are not judging you by your bespoke. Now, the problem with launching your brand strictly to your existing clientele They know you as a bespoker. The bespoke solution is what they know you for. It's why they come to you. These people are already buying ready to wear from other people. But sometimes they might find it difficult buying from you. Or they might hold you to some unreasonable expectations. Because, you know, the bespoke is not custom. You know, so, you know, they know they can't make the kind of demands they make on bespoke on ready to wear right so ready to wear is not custom i mean to say so please you may want to introduce your business to a new set of people who do not understand the um or rather who are not holding you up to your bespoke experience or your bespoke services so collaborating with another brand to launch your bespoke line is not a problem at all you know, it would be nice if you had an event in this collaboration. Um, the reason why events are good is because people always like coming for events. And people always like rooting for new projects. They like rooting for you. So when you existing bespoke customers here that you're about to launch a ready-to-wear line, most of them see that as progression, right? And they want to be part of that. Um, So having an event is always something that people want to relate with and identify with. So I would say please go ahead and um, have an event. Like I said, if you are going to collaborate with somebody with this event, that would be awesome because um, again you are opening up to new people. I would even suggest you have this event outside of your space if it is an event that also going to involve your existing customer. We want to take your existing customers out of that comfort zone as well. We want them to see us in a different light. We want them to experience us in a new space so that they stop having these same expectations of us. Finally, launch your collection and be sensitive to feedback for your new collection. Now. Your new collection may not necessarily be your best collection. You may not get all the feedback you would want with the new collection. Or you may, you know. But chances are, there's still a lot of improvement that can be done. So I want you to be sensitive to getting feedback when you do launch, you know. And when you launch, I don't want you to invest too much in inventory when you're launching, right? Trust me, transitioning is not the easiest thing for bespoke brands. I have seen established bespoke brands, bespoke brands that people know very well, who have done very well, who are all over the runways and magazines and they're dressing celebrities. The moment they decided they want to do bespoke, it was shut down. It was shut down. So. It's something you need to be um, fully persuaded that you want to do, fully determined to do because this existing market that you're servicing, they will resist it. In fact, you will shed customers. Let me just put it that way. You will most definitely shed customers as you transition, but that's okay. You can shed customers and they can come back. It's absolutely okay. However, you need to be sensitive to feedback so that your collection can begin to evolve and grow till you get to the point where you know that this is the right mix of clothes for you until to get to a point where you understand what people expect from you and from your ready to wear label right you are always going to be at the mercy of the customer and you are always going to be at a point where you need to show up with something new and to even evolve. These never get old. But what is important is not to resist, um, you know, all these feedback and to actually adapt them and change with them, okay? It is so important. Even with as long as I have had in the business, I am still always looking for how to do things better, listening to the customer, understanding what they want, what they liked, why they liked it, and even being humble enough to say, okay, you know what, this collection didn't quite work. The fact that the collection didn't work as well as you wanted it to, because it is possible that your first collection may not do that great, is only testing your resolve. It does not mean that you should pack it all in and go back to your bespoke life. You know, no, it doesn't mean that. What it just means is that you need to go back to the drawing board and understand how to develop a better collection and to actually develop a collection that people would like to buy, you know. So that's it. So that's it for today. I'm done with today's podcast. Um, And I really hope you got a few pointers from this. Um, If you know anybody who is trying to transition to um, Ready to Wear, please, you know, send them this episode. Send them the link to this episode and let them listen to it. Transitioning is never easy. Change of any sort is never easy. However, there is nothing more rewarding than a successful transition. It is amazing. I've witnessed that myself on many levels. So please, if you know somebody that needs this, please send them this um, podcast episode. And if you need it, please be patient with yourself and take all these steps um, one by one. Thank you so very much for listening. I will speak to you again soon, um, possibly next Thursday. And um, yeah, I look forward to next Thursday. Thank you for listening. Bye.